Today's episode of The Dad Chronicle is brought to you by Peak Tea. Peak has an incredible selection of teas that support a healthy immune system, healthy digestion, calm energy, and healthy weight management. The matcha is incredible. It's a great coffee alternative with sustained energy to get you through those hectic days. And also, it's crafted by a Japanese tea master. There are only 15 of them in the world. Get your tea at peaktea.com. That's spelled P-I-Q-U-E-T-E-A.com. And use code ALEXA5 at checkout to get 5% off your order. Again, that's spelled P-I-Q-U-E-T-E-A.com. And use code ALEXA5 at checkout. Welcome back to The Dad Chronicle, where we share stories from dads all around the world. I'm your host, Alex Albisu. This is episode 130. On today's episode, I invite my brother-in-law, Ken Storch, back to the show. And this time, he's bringing my little sister, Katie, along to talk about how they are ditching toxins in their own home to approach a more clean living lifestyle with their family. First and foremost, I want to preface this by saying we are not doctors. Uh, Everything that we're talking about here is from our own experience doing things with our own families on ways to live a little cleaner, a little bit more sustainably. But I would encourage you to listen to this conversation with an open mind, especially if you're living in complacency with some of the activities that you're doing day to day that may be affecting your family and the environment and learn some ways to perhaps live a little bit more sustainably. We start out talking about their relationship and how they're looking forward to baby number three. Probably, I don't know, maybe once a week or something. I sit down in bed every night. I'm like, man, Katie, thank you so much. Like, you're the best mom and the best wife and everything. And I'm just so appreciative of her and 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 everything she does. We also talk about some ways that they're switching their family's lifestyle to be more non-toxic in their approach to products that they consume and use on a daily basis. Honestly, I would say that we've been doing the oil thing and and clean living like consistently fairly headstrong yeah. for at least a minimum of a year and in this year during the pandemic i would say all of us have never been healthier and finally we talk about some ways to live more sustainably for the sake of our kids i mean as you mature and you get older you do start to realize that these initiatives were put in place in order to try and help our society and our our planet, which we've got to start to do uh, if it's not already too late. Here's my conversation with my sister and my brother-in-law, Katie and Ken Storch. Ken and Katie Storch, welcome to the Dad Chronicle. How are you? Doing good. How are you? Um, I'm swell. Ken, welcome back. This is your your third time on the show, right? Uh, Yes, number three now. Number three. And you guys have something else to talk about. You got baby number three on the way. Yes. Congratulations. So congratulations. We're going to talk about all that coming up here. But really, the main uh, piece of why I'm bringing you both on is to kind of talk about this concept of low tox lifestyles and uh, j- just what that has done for your all's family, just given what uh, your all's daughter, my niece, is, um, you know, has gone through with. Uh, using an inhaler. So we'll talk about some of that and how your lives have kind of changed from this uh, focus. Now, before we do, let's quickly reintroduce who you guys are. Well, Katie, so let's introduce you first. Ladies first. Tell the folks at home who you are. So I am Katie Storch. I am Alex's little sister. I am a stay-at-home mom now. I stopped working November um, or I think it was the new year, but yeah, I stopped working, um, stayed home with our two little girls, Ellie and Lucy. So Ellie is going to be four in August. Lucy is going to be two this month. Then we've got little one on the way in November. So yeah, started just, you know, staying at home and then found a little passion in a low tox living kind of sharing on social media as well. And sharing about our whole journey in that. So yeah. started a little business with that. I'm also, um, so that's with Young Living Essential Oils. And then I am a an advocate for Green Compass CBD as well. Um, I stopped taking CBD since pregnant, but I found a real passion in that as well. So I feel like that kind of went hand in hand. But Yeah, totally. Yeah. So totally. I, and I'm also a dance teacher, but do that once, once a week and kind of stay a little 
involved in that as well. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and uh, Katie has kind of become like a little bit of an entrepreneur in uh, working at home with the kids and everything. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about what some of that means. And, and as we go into this, something that I want to stress to the folks at home is that we're not doctors. We're not claiming to have an answer to X, Y, or Z, or to make any specific medical recommendations. At the end of the day, you need to talk about what you're concerned about specifically with your doctor. But what we want to share is what has worked well for us. I think it's all three of us, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and Deanna and, and my kids and everything else around some of this stuff and just simply share that knowledge with you. Right. So, uh, Ken, uh, for folks who may not have be listening to the dad Chronicle back in like, I don't know, like, well, God, it was like the three years ago almost, right. That you were maybe last on the show. Right. So, so how yeah. would you, how would you reintroduce yourself here? I'm Ken Storch, uh, husband to Katie, <laughs> Uh, brother-in-law to Alex, the creator of the show. Like Alex said, we have a uh, third child coming and just uh, keep on keeping on, I guess. And, and since you've been on the show, you guys were pregnant with your second. You guys didn't know what it was going to be. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Right? Because yep. you had Ellie and then Lucy was born. Mm-hmm. Lucy is uh, is how old now? She'll Almost be two, two on the 28th. Yeah. yeah. God, she's getting that's amazing. Yeah, we always wait until day of to figure out what the gender is going to be for the kids. So why would you do that to torture you? Mostly. (laughs) Yeah. So mostly Mm -hmm. Uh, that's that's a point of contention that we'll take off air so that you guys don't have to hear our bickering about that. Yeah. Deanna and I are very much of the mindset like we've got to know so we can plan. And then, you know, we think Jake's going to be a girl and then it turns out to be a boy and that <laughs> happens. So, you know, here we are, but you guys are expecting a third. So uh, how, how are you guys? What's your mindset right now? Uh, Katie, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling good. Beginning of this pregnancy was probably the hardest. I'd never really get morning sickness or anything. Thankfully, I never like throw up or anything, but I had a combination of like food aversions and some nausea this time around. So it was just kind of first trimester was not super fun, but second trimester hits and thank goodness it kind of goes up from there and yeah starting to feel the baby move as of like last week so that's always really cool i feel like that was kind of early but yeah how far I along mean, now so i'm 18 weeks right now i'll be 19 weeks on wednesday yeah yeah you're wow you're almost halfway yeah mm-hmm. so, that's crazy time for yeah life. the third one goes by super fast like i feel like with lucy it went by a little bit i don't know slower maybe because yeah. i was like yeah, like I think with, you with were Ellie and wanting things that you couldn't have more so because you were dealing with Ellie. Yeah, yeah, with like really like a glass of wine at the end of, of the day. But it's like you're just what you do. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, Katie is, handles these yeah. pregnancies great, and you're doing great this Thank time. Thank you. Around, mm-hmm. no, no, it's to no one's surprise. Um, Ken, you're sitting on uh, the, the dad side of all this. How are you feeling knowing that a third baby Storch is on the way? I, I'm. Good. Uh, just thankful. Con- wow, convincing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay, no. I guess. Um, just glad that um, I have Katie to help me through all of this or even me to help her through all of it and just be a team. Yeah. Certainly couldn't do it without her. And um, Well, she's I try to carrying tell- the kids. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh God. <laughs> he did the fun part, so I guess... No, I like like probably I don't know maybe once a week or something. I sit down in bed every night. I'm like, man, Katie, thank you so much. Like, you're the best mom and the best wife and everything, and I'm just so appreciative of her and 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 everything she does. Yeah. But no, I, I'm doing good, and I think like Katie said, the first trimester was tough for her, and I think she's doing good now. And I always get nervous when we get in the hospital. I get real nervous about Dead. everything. Yeah, really bad. I don't know. Like, once the baby's here and everything's good, I'm like, whew, okay. I can breathe and, and get back to normal. I get nervous for Katie, her health, and then obviously for the baby's health. Yeah. And then since we do wait, it's like also the excitement of, like, what is it going to be? And it's just so it's a compilation of um, a lot of emotions and and feelings and and so let's do a quick things. exercise. I want to I want to see uh, what each of you uh, says. And this is a topic about Ken very specifically. So Ken, um, actually Katie first. Mm-hmm. Katie, what do you feel Ken does really really well? Now that this will be your third time around with Ellie and Lucy, what did Ken do very well? 
as your supportive partner in this case? Um, well, can can you provide more clarity? Is it just during the labor, or is it during? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to leave it. I'm, well, well, dur- on that day where you're, yeah, because this will be your third time mm-hmm. going through the birthing process. Ken has been there by your side twice now. Mm-hmm. What's what's been the the best thing about having Ken there? Just overall, he's just so like immersed in it. Like you know, he's not thinking about other stuff or anything like I it's like my favorite because like I don't really cry or anything like on day of or anything but like Ken has cried both times <laughs> like watching me either like in labor like having contractions or just like you know when the baby comes out and stuff and I mean that's always really sweet but yeah no he's just there with me in the zone but I mean I don't really ever see him get nervous or anything during it like I know he does like now I mean he, he's told me that yeah. too yeah but, like I'm I'm just like kind of chilling through it as much as I can, obviously. But yeah, the essence no. of strong, stoic, and supportive. Yeah, just a good teammate. Three S's of uh, of being a strong partner. I think, yeah, in that, in he's that got case. all of it. Ken, I want to I want to swing it over to you. What do you feel like you do well on those days? What do you what do you, or what do you feel like you prepare for so that you can show up and and be, uh, you know, supportive to Katie on that day? I th- I think patience is a big thing. Yeah, and that's something that. I guess it is maybe one of my strong suits, surprisingly, because you got to be there for her, you know, like, yeah. so just being ready for whatever, being able to tend to her or, or help. I mean, the doctor doesn't need my help, you know, but I mean, they, they, and you, you know, like they try to incorporate us into the process and all. Yep. I just try to be as accommodating as I can be. Yeah, I believe that 100%. I believe that. You guys are a dynamic duo, the two of you, so I can't wait to see what happens with this next baby. I'm putting money on a boy. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Only only because, and this is for everybody's context back at home, we have uh, uh, several cousins uh, as well, and and we have, the the two of them are expecting boys. We just had Jacob. Mm Mm-hmm. You're pregnant. Yep. It, it, statistically, it's got to be a boy, right? Like we've had so many girls. I think point, you know, like. But I would love, I would love to see another girl in that house. I think that'd be great. That's like what Ken wants. I think. Yeah. It's just like I know what to expect with girls now. It's just. It's yeah. Just why, have another one. Why treat an old dog new tricks? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it is, right? Treat yeah. a dog old tricks. <laughs> <Treat new tricks. laughs> Something like that. Something like that. Nailed it. Uh, well, I'm very happy. Obviously, I get to be an uncle again, and this is going to be so much fun. And uh, along with having kids, we're constantly thinking about ways to make their lives easier, th- help them thrive through these very uh, developmental sort of years of their lives. Our kids are all under the age of five. And so with that, there's a lot of challenges in its own regard. There's uh, everything from teaching them how to potty train and everything else, but then also just dealing with life in general and, and some of the health things that that come up, right? So talk me through what made you get into some of the oils and some of the stuff that you're looking at with Young and Living, Katie. Yeah. So I had been interested in like the essential oil thing. I thought, you know, this is cool. Um, and I was also really curious as to how they just smelled in general. So I purchased my first starter kit um, years ago and was just like, okay, you know, I'll get her, get rid of the candles in my house. I'll start diffusing oils instead and, you know, make rollers with them. And I was like, this is, you know, this is cool. I didn't really find the value yet in what essential oils truly were or what they did being pure therapeutic, great essential oils, like not ones that you buy at the, like, the grocery store and stuff like that, which I had dabbled in that as well before that. And now I know what the true value is in like actual pure stuff, but right. Then, you know, I got another starter kit and I hopped on their rewards program. So then I started kind of, you know, ditching and switching more of the stuff that it's in our house, trying to be a little bit more mindful with ingredients and stuff. Um, we had Ellie. We had started putting her in daycare as well when she turned one. And shortly after that, she started, she had had eczema as well mm-hmm. growing up. Um, 
you know, in her first year of life. And that was kind of rough because she was always dry and, you know, all that stuff, poor thing. But yeah, when we put her in daycare, it was like within a couple of three months after that, she was having really, really bad episodes of coughing and wheezing and not being able to breathe super well. And we were like, okay, this... Well, and got diagnosed with pneumonia. Yeah, like no, two, we, and we took her into... Minimum of two times. Yeah, we took her into urgent care two times within like a two-month period. She had pneumonia both times. She had right. like lung x-rays and everything. And we're like, okay, this is crazy. She's one and she has all this stuff going on. So yeah, the pediatrician put her on a, like a nebulizer treatment to try to get her through that. Then she was also like, and by you know, the way, how, how old was she at that time? She was not, she was just like freshly turned one. Yeah. Like, so imagine she trying was tiny. to go through a nebulizer sort of treatment with a one-year-old. Yes. I mean, Both she like, that's thankfully was good about it, yeah. but in most situations though, for like no. people listening at home, that's a very challenging thing to yeah. go it's through. It's like, you know, like an oxygen thing over your nose and mouth. You have to hold it there for like 10 to 15 minutes for the the whole the liquid to evaporate, evaporate. Through, yeah. yeah. So, and that was multiple times a day to try to get her better from the pneumonia. And then she was just diagnosed with asthma. We took her into like a respiratory doctor. So she was given an inhaler um, to take morning and night. So she did that for about seven which, or eight months, which did work. I mean, and she it, had yeah, no more worked. episodes was, of pneumonia. Yeah. And know. we were very grateful for that, that she right. was able to, you know, not have such bad episodes of that. And so hard seeing her kid like that, obviously. Um, and all through that while, you know, I was on that essential rewards program. So monthly I was making purchases to try to ditch and switch stuff like our laundry detergent. I'd switched over to a natural laundry soap that Young Living had, and we and still use that to this day. That? Why did you do that? So that helps with, um, eczema. So for us at least, um, and it's, it's helped like many other moms and things with that, but, um, the laundry yeah. detergent, you know, in the stores has skin irritants, known asthma, triggers like ingredients in them that's it. i mean it's just there on the shelves and you know people buy it because some of us don't really you know know what the ingredients are and what they actually can cause and things like that so i'd been doing my research and doing that for ellie's eczema really helped like she had great skin after that and it's helped a lot of other people too as i'd been reading about so switching that um hand soaps their the kid bath products our personal care products, all those things like, you know, gradually switching them. And so Ellie turned to, and you know, we had been doing that inhaler thing. And then she, um, we were like, you know, she's not, she's not been coughing. She's not been having any sort of bad episodes of anything. Like Ken and I talked about it. We were like, should we just like try to see how she does maybe with like a week, maybe off of the inhaler? Because and first mind off, you that this was in the middle of COVID too. It wasn't. So yeah. like, it was probably, I mean, not was, the most responsible parenting decision, but we but at felt least we had it, you know, yeah, and we, we had said, the inhaler. Well, we know we can go back to it. We, yeah, if, if anything we were to happen. To. Right. But so we weren't being exposed to anybody because we were stuck at home so much of the time. Yeah. And so we decided, okay, let's just see what happens if we don't do it for like a week. And she was fine. Okay. Let's see what happens like in a month. That was just our personal decision. Obviously, talk with your doctor. This is not something that we're advocating for, you know take your kid off their medicine, see what they do. But we were, we had noticed that she was just over many months before that too, was just fine. So we were like, okay, let's see what happens. And sure enough, I mean, it's going to be almost a full year or so or a couple. Um, but no, it'll she, be a year probably in, in, in August, October, I would say, yeah. or uh, yeah, fall time wow. frame. So she's, that she's, she's been off of inhaler a hundred percent and minimal. Like, honestly, I would say, that we've been doing the oil thing and 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 clean living, like consistently, fairly for headstrong least, yeah. for at least a minimum of a year now. And in this year during the pandemic, I would say all of us have never been healthier. In um, what way? Like like describe that for me. Um, in terms of like common colds, uh, but I guess the. The devil's advocate is, well, you didn't go out. Oh, well, you did go out. Well, you wore a mask. But I don't know. For me, I feel that over the past year, we've been more healthy as a family than we have ever been. And, yeah. and, and me personally, too. Like, I, I was very much a, a hater, quote unquote, to it all. I was like, what is like this like nonsense you're spending like, our yeah. money on? Like, Katie did 
well, you remember Aria was over and the girls drew on our headboard at the house. With pen. In <laughs> in pen. And I'm like, yep. what are we gonna do? Kay's like, oh, I got something to try. And she got it off instantly. I'm like, okay, maybe there's something to this. With thing. lemon essential oil, by the way. That's what helped it got pen out of our wooden wood headboard. Wooden headboard. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. So and so that I was like, okay. And then maybe a month or two later. I was starting to feel sick and I'm like, okay, I know this happens to me every like twice a year during certain, uh, seasonal things. And I'm like, okay, I don't have time for this. I said, Katie, do something for me. And normally when I get that sickness or that cold or allergy or whatever, 10 to 15 days, I swear three days, I was a hundred percent. I'm like, Katie, I, like afterwards, I was like, Katie, what did you give me? Like that stuff works. So then it was just after that, I was like, okay, whatever we need to do, we can do, you know? Yeah. And I'm glad, I'm glad that you went there because I was going to ask you about some of the skepticism that you originally oh, showed I had on that. Tons and, of skepticism. Yeah. And, and, and look, it's fair, right? Like uh, this is something that we've talked about on the show before when we've had doctors and everything else, like no matter what you put in your body, it's, it's good to be skeptical or question and and challenge right like but you know i think that there's something to be said about what works for for some people it's worth exploring right so i think that in this case uh we were in a, a similar boat where you know we wanted to explore some of this stuff that that you guys were doing and and for me personally i deal with a lot of the same stuff that ellie does from dry skin to like some asthma and seasonal asthma and stuff and Honestly, since we've started implementing some of the stuff that you're talking about, it is it's helped me a lot personally. I know that you know subsequently it's helped Deanna and Aria. Um, talk to me about some of the the tangible things that you guys have done. I think you've kind of like dabbled in this conversation around like oh we've kind of done this and this and this, but like talk to me about like like maybe the top three things that you guys have changed um, in, in this non toxic sort of lifestyle mm-hmm. that has been most rewarding. Yeah. So, um, I mean, obviously most rewarding is seeing our kids healthy, seeing our health, um, us just feeling our best. I mean, the reason that I love this company as a whole is just, they have so many products that you can just trust because of like, I just know that their ingredients are great. They are the only oil company that you can actually go to their farms, tour their farms, actually plant like a seed of lavender in their soil. They control the whole process from seed to seal. That's what it's called, their seed to seal promise with the essential oils. But essential oils are really only the tip of the iceberg. There's something called like the wellness triangle. So oils are at the very top. So oils can, you know, support our bodies. They can do some really amazing things for helping our hormonal balances to our just our immune support. Um, they really can affect every cell in your body within a matter of like 20 minutes, which is crazy. So like you can use them topically, aromatically, or like you can ingest some of them, which is cool. Um, but yeah, it's like within 20 seconds, it's found in your brain. In two minutes, it's found in your bloodstream. In 20, I'm getting the numbers wrong, but like within 20 minutes, it's found like within every cell of your body, the essential oils are. Those are pure therapeutic grade oils, which you know, the, the molecules of them are so tiny that they can penetrate every cell in your body and go to work supporting you. So supporting all the systems within your body. So that's, that's super fascinating to me. I'm a super nerd about it. I love learning about it, but oils are only the tip of the triangle. So in the middle of it is ditching and switching. So getting out artificial fragrance from your home, because if you look on the back of your labels of things, there's something called fragrance in parentheses, like parfum or something. (laughs) Boom. Uh, but yeah, that's a, just, basically a chemical cocktail of something that companies can put in their products that is proprietary information, quote unquote, um, where they don't have, where they do not have to disclose can be done with what's it. in there. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, it can be, you know, really dangerous if you are suffering with asthma or eczema or things like that. So that's something that we've been super cognizant of. And then, yeah, for me, I think that's that one I noticed made a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, just going, somewhere that had like a plug-in or something after switch ditching and switching quote unquote i was like oh man this thing's like kind of giving me a headache you know yeah. like yeah you can like it's totally like tell. too powerful and not it, it's too artificial like i i know that sounds bougie or whatever but once you do it 
I mean, you, I don't know. You can't go back. Yeah. yeah. At least in my opinion. And like the bottom of the triangle then is like is supplements. So, you know, like taking uh, can take so like a B comp a vitamin B complex every day. We take vitamin D, um, vitamin C just to support our immune systems. Or girls take a multivitamin every day that I get through Young Living. Um, you know, we take this Ningxia supplement, which is like a liquid supplement, which I think you and Deanna also take, which yep. it's amazing. It comes from this province in China where, you know, the old people are walking around without canes. Their eye health is incredible it's because that helps pretty much support your whole body. So it's just all these things culminating into one thing you don't really realize. Like, obviously, you can't tell within like a week of doing it, but with consistency and over your lifetime, it's just something we've become passionate about making a like a priority in our house yeah and you know i um and that's good information and and i think that's exactly part of part of it too right Mm -hmm. what i also want to know and you talked about one of them is like just switching out like some of the like the perfumed um stuff that you guys have used from like you know your detergent and stuff Mm -hmm. but like give me a couple other like very tangible things that people can do at home to just simply like start now yeah. So, and it, that's another thing. It does not have to be like, it could seem so overwhelming because I've been there. I'm like, how am I going to start this? It's just, there's so much and there's so much information and everything. And that's why I'm really thankful that I found the community that I found with my young living and who I signed up with is because there's just so much education as well, which I love helping and connecting with other people about, um, with what the, whatever their needs are or something, but just getting rid of first candles you like candles give off a byproduct of petroleum, some of them, which is crazy, like the wax of it. And, you know, it can be as dangerous as breathing in secondhand smoke. So diffusing pure therapeutic great essential oils instead gives also really great benefits for your body. And it, it smells really great too. It's just, and it's from the plants of the earth, which is so cool. Um, so candles, um, room sprays, like Febreze has really, really, really bad respiratory affecting things in it. Um, so like that, or, you know, any other kind of room spray, just look out for per, like fragrance on anything, just be cognizant of that, but also other um, yeah, ingredients. Like, like she said, you know, it was overwhelming at first, but it doesn't have to be. We've been doing this for probably, like I said, headstrong for over a year. And in that, it wasn't until maybe two weeks ago that we legit threw out all of the old cleaning supplies that we had under our sink yep. because we're like, we haven't used these in eight, 12, 16 months. Like, why are we still have them in here? Right. So we just threw them out. Yeah. I mean, Katie makes all of our cleaning supplies now. Yeah. That's another really big thing is like cleaning supplies, like bleach is, can be like really, really detrimental to you, especially over a long period of time that you're using it. Whereas like I've switched over our cleaning products to like the whole thieves line where it's just a very, you know, it's a plant-based, very safe, ingredient product that you can just put a cap full of the concentrate into water much more cost effective as well so it doesn't have to be overwhelming it doesn't really have to be it also does not have to be expensive at all like it it just makes sense that you can just make all of these things that are then healthier for you and your family your pets like everybody is just can benefit from it so it's great just feels good too And, and this is ultimately where it comes down to really the crux of why we're having this conversation is that a lot of people out there maybe experiencing health issues with their kids where their kids are being exposed to some kind of a, you know, like, like for me growing up, mom was always using stuff because, you know, they just didn't know like the fragrance Mm -hmm. detergents and stuff. My skin was getting so, so jacked up. And eventually like when I became a teenager, she started trying the fragrance free stuff. I started noticing a difference. I would still be like maybe a little itchy, but that was just like, this is life for Alex. Who cares? (laughs) But, you know, since we started doing some of the stuff that you're talking about, like, I know that my quality of life has gotten a bit better. Even my stomach issues, um, you know, leveraging some of the essential oils for for some of that, like reducing, you know, some of the inflammation I feel in my gut and like some of that other stuff. Like there's so much to to really um, consider in, in the benefits of, of like, hey, if there's some kind of an underlying thing that could be going wrong, sometimes taking a little bit more of like a natural approach to solving the issue rather than a quote unquote engineered um, approach, yeah. maybe maybe a little bit more beneficial. And that's where I kind of wanted to, to steer this conversation next is this differentiation between natural ingredients and engineered ingredients that people might be 
seeing in some of the products that perhaps they're using with their kids in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you, uh, Ken, I would love to hear from you actually. Like, what are your thoughts specifically uh, around what people should be looking out for uh, with their kids and in, in these different types of products? Do you have any, any thoughts? Well, well to touch back on like the skin thing and all, when I was probably 15 or 16, I broke out really bad in a, in um, like hives for, I don't know, three, four days. And we couldn't figure out what it was. So we finally went to the doctor and like you guys said, oh, well, did you switch uh, dryer sheets or laundry detergent? Sure enough, my mom did. And one of the things that we've switched is going to, what is it, a lint ball or like some sort yeah, of so ball. Yeah, we use them too. Yeah, yeah, the wool dryer balls. So like... And actually, the laundry room in general can just be the most one of the most toxic places in the whole home. Um, between the yeah, laundry I think detergent, that is a huge the thing. dryer sheets, uh, you know, and the scent boosters and things like that. Like we have completely switched all of that. So we use wool dryer balls, which dryer sheets you go through a whole sheet of or box of them, and they're gone. You have to buy more, which these last two to five years, which is crazy. So yeah. it's that's an incredibly cost-effective thing, but it's also way healthier because dryer sheets have really bad asthma-irritating um, ingredients in them as well, so really bad for your respiratory system. That was one thing that is probably beneficial for you as well, you know, getting away from those things and using those dryer balls or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and for everybody listening, I hope he's pointing at me. Oh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And his skin issues. But so like now being 31, looking back on something I didn't even think twice about, you know, it's just like, huh. But it's just like, that's how we grew up. We we grew up with all of these things that our parents used and their parents used. And I'm not trying to put the blame on anything or, but like it all almost stems from like the industrial revolution and, and trying to keep producing more and more and more while we're growing, growing, growing. And it got to the point where, well, we got to sustain life. And this is, and this was the way to do it, whether it was in food and crop production, when DuPont and all the chemical companies came around. So it was just like, it was, it all happened so fast. And there was probably so minimal regulation that it just either got grandfathered in or or very little long-term research on effects on the body and now we're what a hundred years from with a lot of data that shows that's like wait why are we all dying of these things well like why are we in such why are bodies in such dis-ease you know everybody's got this these diseases and things that and it's because everything is so manufactured now. We like need a culmination it's of like, so many things. I understand that there's X amount of people in the world in the world and that there's only so many ways to feed them. And that's not gonna change. But we need to figure out a way to be more natural and, and almost like how people in remote parts of the world still live where the soil is still nutritious or like full of minerals and everything that we would need to get out of the food. Like we're getting food from soil that's, um, what's the word you all Depleted. Depleted of its natural nutrients. And that's why we have to take supplements Supplements. to supplement that of which we are losing from the soil and from our nutrients and our food. So yeah, everybody's like something I take is magnesium because that's supposed to come from our food, but our soil is depleted so much of it that you know we have to supplement our own bodies with things that we used to just get from the earth so yeah and, and thinking about this environmental impact and sustainability that kind of goes along with this entire conversation around you know the, the right things to be putting in our body and uh you know mass production affecting the environment even mm-hmm. and what that does it's it's really it's kind of like a, a cyclical thing right mm-hmm. like if we're mass producing byproduct of that mass production goes right back into the environment, affecting the environment, and then eventually the food that we continue to consume as as a human race. Mm-hmm. So you guys have taken some steps to address sustainability in your own home as well, along with kind of this non-tox 
sort of living, right? So mm-hmm. talk to me about the ways that you guys have been doing that, Katie. Something big that we were conscious of this year was, or like recently, um, was getting stasher bags. They're actually silicone reusable bags that, you know, we were getting Ziploc baggies and that's plastic. So like the average lifespan of a plastic bag, I think is like 12 or 15 minutes, which is kind of crazy. You know, then it gets, you know, did, did, uh, it, it pollutes our environment or yeah, litters, yeah. you know, it's so bad. It's like, um, what it's called is a single use or single use plastic. Yeah. It's yeah. like something that you're going to use one time and throw it out. Yeah. Well, that's not very beneficial for the earth when it doesn't break down. Right. Yeah. You know, plastic is going to be there in a hundred years when you dig it up. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That a product that it, we are so surrounded by. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, you know, I, I would do landscaping uh, for my career. And one thing that I've never done is take plastic bottles to work. And I never thought about it until recently. And it's like, well, actually, that's very good for our environment. I use analogine or multiple analogines that I just refill as opposed to not to disparage anybody who's utilizing plastic bottles, but it might be something to think about for the future of your kids or, or yourself even because if those bottles don't make it into the recycling plant they could end up anywhere in the world um like i was watching a special on these cliff divers that started an initiative to try to clean up these single-use plastics on very remote islands that they were going to to cliff dive and it's just amazing how there's not a single city or anywhere near it but there's plastic and there's trash because our whole entire world is connected by bodies of water and that is it's just like all those little things you see on the sewers like don't dump because it leads to the chesapeake bay well as a kid you see it and you don't think twice about it but i mean as you mature and you get older you do start to realize that these initiatives were put in place in order to try and help our society and our our planet which We've got to start to do uh, if it's not already too late, you know. Yeah, it's true. That's very true. A a lot to think about uh, for really everybody. I mean, if you think about like all the stuff that we use every day and Mm -hmm. and everything that that it leaves behind, not just for our kids to consume, you know, not not through eating it or, or drinking it directly, but but what that kind of does to leave some kind of a like residual like whatever on their skin or or anything like that to you know the way that we're affecting our society and and the environment around us i think there's a lot to take into consideration um there i I want you guys to each give me one specific thing that you know you would urge parents at home to think about when it comes to this idea of living a little bit more of a non-toxic lifestyle, a little bit more of a sustainable lifestyle. Katie, let's start with you. I love this quote a lot, um, and I think that it definitely can go down to your children and how you live your own life, but make time for your wellness or you'll be forced to make time for your illness. Take the supplements that you need throughout like every single day. Be consistent about it. Be intentional about what you bring into your home and what you are using on your children, on your family. Um, Like I said, it can seem overwhelming, but once you kind of start looking into it and doing your own research, you just feel so empowered to make these little shifts and these changes. And just over a lifetime, it can, it really does make a difference on your health, on your, you know, your reproductive health, on your whole body. Like, you know, all these people so sadly have, you know, issues with infertility and you know it's just so much of this low tox living can span over so many different kinds of health issues like hormonal balances and depression and all these things that we hear about every single day so it's not just you know it's not just essential oils it's ditching and switching throughout your home eating healthy nourishing your body with ingredients that are whole and nutritious because nourishing food can also really really make a difference we've been trying to do the more organic route, but just because it says organic doesn't mean that it's like perfect. So you also have to look into the ingredients of the things. And so it's just something that we've really been cognizant about and feel empowered to do for ourselves and our, our families. So, yeah. Yeah. Eating better. Yeah. It's, a, it's such a, I mean, it's simple. Yeah, it's I complex, think that's something but. that is taken for granted. Um, 
by us um, and by everybody is just like convenience, unfortunately, is our demise, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, like, yeah, it's convenient to run into 7-Eleven, buy a quarter pound hot dog, eat it and run. But to be honest, I used to do that all the time. I don't I can't even set foot in a 7-Eleven and anymore practically, you know, like just even the thought of that, I don't know, just makes me. (laughs) <laughs> feel nasty inside a little bit but like um kind of katie touched on it about nutrition and and your wellness and illness and you got to think our body is very much so like a motor or an engine you know what you put in it is what you're gonna get out and, and for me again i'm a landscaper construction worker type person so i've really realized over the last year hey, if I'm going to do this for another 30 years, I got to take care of myself. You know, if this is going to be how I'm going to pay for my kids and for our family and support our family, I need to think about what I'm putting in my body. So my lunch, my breakfast, my dinner, everything is much more thought out now. And um, like, okay, like Katie said, is it organic is a good step, but it's not always like you got to look deeper into it yeah back to the analogy of like your body being like a motor like you know you want to put good fuel in your car or and good oil you know so that everything can run cleanly when there becomes a buildup just like buildup in our veins or our arteries that's when we have issues right so the base of a triangle to me is like nutrition there's a doctor that we listen to uh, last week and there was like five pillars to what she thought was a good lifestyle or or maintaining good lifestyle and stress nutrition activity slash movement sleep and light being the fifth one and i'm like okay so with my job you know luckily i'm lu- lucky or blessed enough that i can fulfill movement light um and exercise, you know, all those things. So what are the other ones I'm missing? Okay, stress, uh, sleep, and nutrition. So I really tried to um, keep with, you know, the nutrition side, making sure that I'm eating well because, like I said, I want my body to perform for another 30-plus years. Right. So I just think doing that for yourself, doing that for your kids – um, you're setting them up for success down the road. And, and I'm just speaking off the cuff here, cancer and all these diseases, it's like, well, maybe it's because we're eating so many genetically modified things or or so many things that are so high in sugars and it's just clogging us down, breaking us down, and right. it's just killing us from the inside out, you know? Yeah, and I think that there are a lot of people that listen to conversations like this, and if they've made it this far in the show, uh, end up being skeptical. And Ken, you you have been one of those people before, which is uh, a good kind of test bed for for this, right? Oh yeah, I, I would say I'm so compl- I was so complacent. Oh, you know, they wouldn't give us this stuff if it would hurt us. And then it's like, well, no, they they don't care about us. They care about patting their pocket. You know, with some more money. Right. They, they want us to be hooked on the product that they sell. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the cigarette companies, the tobacco companies, you know. They, and that's where and that's where it's really good for people at home to be very skeptical, uh, again, about anything yeah, that absolutely. we put in, in, your, in your body. And be skeptical on all accounts. Mm-hmm. Not question just all of it. question yeah. all of it. And, and question the things we're saying question the complacency that you're experiencing and make your decisions. Um, you know, I think that that's where you have to really, uh, do, do the research. And, you know, again, we're talking about things that have worked well for us that maybe will be helpful to you and your kids. But ultimately the goal here is just to share some goodness that has been helping us to think differently about how we approach this from a healthy living perspective and, you know, just making sure that we're, uh, that, that we're there to be there for our kids. Right. That's what the show's about. Like, a big thing, just like, I mean, with, you know, anything with your health or just really life in general, try to listen to understand rather than listen to respond. So if you are listening to respond, you know, you already have your own pre-thought 
response ready to go and you're ready to, you know, defend your ego and just, yeah, be you know, compatible. Combative more yeah, than you know, understanding. If you're listening to respond, you're not willing to learn something new. So listening to understand about just everything, even if it, even if it offends you, or even if it's just against everything you've ever even believed growing up, just everything from all ends of the spectrum. Just listen to understand it and where those people are coming from, and then you know make your own informed decision. We don't always. All have to agree on everything. It's fine, but yeah. it's just and so important. Yeah, and and uh, if you haven't gone back uh, for folks at home, if you haven't listened to uh, the conversation I had with Wendy Dunford, a therapist around handling conflict with compassion, that's a that's a good one to listen to. So uh, in in that regard, now uh, for everybody listening at home, Katie, if they want to learn a little bit more about some of this stuff that you're doing. Uh, and, and perhaps ask some additional questions or anything, where can they find you and the work that you're doing? Yes. So, and I jumped into, you know, young living just as a consumer, as somebody that was like, you know, all these products seem like something that I would enjoy. I've gradually ditched and switched and then decided to make a little business out of it after I started sharing on social media, people reaching out to me, asking about it. And so it's been really cool to organically grow a little business out of it and be kind of like a little entrepreneur and do my own thing at home while, you know, being home with my kids and kind of still bringing in a little income for us, which is really cool and such an awesome opportunity doing something I already love. But um, I primarily share via Instagram stories. Sometimes I'll make a post about something, but if you, you know, you know, the little bubble at the top of Instagram, if you click on the person's little icon, um, I like, I like to try to be intentional about it daily no matter how big or small of sharing something, whether it be like a DIY that I do with, you know, using essential oils and making, you know, a laundry booster or how ingredients in something, you know, works well for us rather than something else. Uh, you know, making the more low tox switch to that lifestyle. So you can find me at no way it's KT, which I feel like I've got to change that. I think it's been that since like high school. I don't know, but <laughs> it's at N O W A Y K A Y T A Y on Instagram. My Instagram stories are also synced up with my Facebook stories. So you could find me there, but I use, I don't like to like flood people's feeds with this stuff, if that's not their cup of tea, I completely understand. I try to just make it so. That's where stories are good. If you want to watch it, you can. If you don't, no worries. You don't have to. It's completely optional. So yeah, yeah you can find me that way. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm always happy to answer any sort of questions or any curiosities about oils. I mean, I'm like a big oil nerd. I've got like a whole three racks of shelves in our kitchen of them, and just you know, I've collected them and use them all the time. But just of you know, the low tox lifestyle as well in general. Um, yeah, it'll give, it'll give the folks at home like a really, some really good ideas on how to make some of that, those tangible switches, like, like what we've been talking about here, right? Like you can easily do some things today that don't require too much investment. Yeah. That will give you a little bit better quality of life. And all this to say, like, like we said, we're, we're not perfect. We're not perfect humans. We're still gradually working on it. Like we also love Cold Stone. Like we're, it's like, it's like eighty twenty, you know. So yeah, we're we're not completely you like human. You you gotta yeah yeah. But yeah, we're not like eating salads every day, every meal, just you know munching on leaves and being Even hippies. You know, sure, we're <laughs> we're still human. You guys and are just trying to do your part to yeah, a little right. bit at a time, yeah. and that's all you can and that's, do. That's and, really all that anybody can it, ask for, right? It like, becomes yeah, it becomes second nature. Like just try to do what you can. We can't yeah, really. Hopefully, it rubs off on our kids, so the yeah. next generation already knows it's instilled in them already. Living with consideration for for others and their own well being. Yeah, and that's yeah, why that's we like to. We also like this example that we're setting for our kids. Like you know, try to find natural ways to deal with things we also you know we think that modern medicine is amazing it helped ellie you know a whole bunch in the beginning with her asthma and her um why can't i think of that what's that called ken pneumonia pneumonia good grief why can't i think of that word pregnancy i guess um but yeah you know we think that modern medicine can also go really beautifully hand in hand with 
this lifestyle as well. So we're not one or the other extreme. It's just... Well, you guys aren't like anti-vax or no. anything like that, which is another big part of this movement that people are, are skeptical about. Right, yeah. They, it they does see not all have this, to be... Like, nutrition stuff, and they're like, yeah. oh, these guys are anti-vax, and they're going to be no. the downfall of society. I mean, everybody who listens to this show knows how I feel about vaccines, and, and I'm very pro-vaccine and everything. Um, the but But, you know, I think that this is where listening with understanding is important mm -hmm. that people with this perspective of like, yeah, essential oils can do great in conjunction with modern medicine. This is a great example of where those two marry very well in, mm -hmm. in some cases too. Right. So, yeah. So it's, it doesn't have to be all or another or all or nothing. And, you know, finding a balance for what works, what works for you and your family is super cool. That's and I love thing. helping yep. people figure that out. Yep. Well, this has been good. And I hope that everybody at home has been, uh, educated a little bit here for, on, on this conversation. So for everybody listening at home again, our guests today have been Ken and Katie Storch, my brother-in-law and sister respectively. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks, yeah, for, thanks having for having us. us. If I may mention one more thing. Sure. Something that we watched also in the beginning of our journey that Ken also, when he was very skeptical still, um, it's called Stink. It's a documentary. It used to be uh -huh. on Netflix. It's now on... Amazon, I believe. And it gives a very um, open kind of perspective on the whole, you know, ditching and switching to more natural products um, and just kind of the whole, what the history behind it and how the industry kind of works. And it's not like pro essential oil or anything. It's like very just to the point and gives very good perspective on Nice. Just highlights how everything is engineered, really, yeah. nowadays, and how there is very little regulation on how these big companies can produce high quantities of product with low qualities. Mm -hmm. Right. Just, yeah. Well, I will make sure I have a link to that and your Instagram and everything in the uh, the show notes so that people can. Yeah. Hopefully, it's uh, something to get the ball rolling for some people. Yeah. Well, thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys being on the show. Again, our guests have been Ken and Katie Storch. Thank you, guys. Big thanks again to my sister and my brother-in-law, Katie and Ken Storch, for being on today's episode. I hope you guys took away something from that conversation. If you'd like to chime in on anything that we discussed, you can email the Dad Chronicle Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to check out our website, you can visit thedadchronicle.com. And also, I'm excited to announce that we have t-shirts. You can buy a Dad Chronicle t-shirt and support the show by heading over to bit.ly slash TDC shirt, and you will be redirected to the Amazon site where you can purchase the shirt. Every single shirt that's purchased supports this show, and big thanks to everybody who's supporting. And if you'd like a little bit more of a tangible way to support the show, you can head over to supportadad.com, become a patron for as much as you know a dollar a month. Every single bit helps. So big thanks to all of our patrons who have supported me over the years. Greatly appreciate it. And remember, be good to yourself, be good to others. Take care. We'll see you next time. If you like this show, Check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com.